2: host Ralph Malvro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com,
1: Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
3: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by you, the fan. We gave you the bonus uh, episode with uh, actor uh, Jim Gleason this this month. We're going to give you a drunk history. Me and Andrew are going to get to that before the end of the month, we promise. Uh, This is probably – oh, and donate if you can. We need to keep the lights. This is probably the best sports weekend of my life. The Astros won game six. They won game seven. LSU dump truck to Ole Miss (laughs) – And the Saints won to get to 4-2 to be in first place in the South. And Atlanta got destroyed in the fog last night. It was glorious. Uh,
1: Don't forget the Panthers lost to the Bears.
3: The Bears had five first downs. The
1: the Bears completed four passes and beat the Bears. I mean, the Panthers.
3: Uh, As far as uh, the game on Sunday, Andrew... What was your main takeaway from it?
1: Uh, My main takeaway was, thank God Aaron Rodgers is injured. (laughs) Because there is no way in hell the Saints would have won that game without Rodgers out. Um, You know, I will say this. I, I think the Saints played in the first half about as bad as they could play. And I'm talking, I I mean, I I thought they were awful. And for them to be able to kind of weather that storm and, I mean, really everything went about as well as it could possibly go for the Packers. I think you go in a game like that, you've just lost your starting quarterback, a superstar elite player. And if you were to ask them, like, what what, what needs to happen? A touchdown driver, they
3: didn't complete a pass to start the game. Right,
1: yeah. Right. Like a touch a touchdown to start the game, running the football very easily on the Saints to protect your quarterback and then getting a bunch of turnovers on defense. And that's exactly what they did. Um, and for it to play play out that way for them, that was basically the only way they had a shot at winning the game. and They did have a shot. Um, but, you know, sometimes that's football. You know, sometimes you got to win ugly and you, you survive in advance, you know, and so. Um, style viewers, so starting know.
4: starting early with Ralph's cat. Yeah, exactly. we are. That's you right. See
0: that. Yeah, cat's very hyped for the Astros. <laughs> she is. Cat's like
4: meow, cornfield, meow.
3: So my, wa- my, my wife just walked my in life. and she wants fed. She wants to get fed. So Dave, um, your wife wants to get fed? <laughs> well, no, my wife. Oh, just, oh boy.
1: <laughs> my wife. My wife.
3: So, Dave, your boyfriend. Has back-to-back hundred-yard games. Yeah, is he yeah, gonna? Yeah. Is he gonna post
1: Adrian Peterson trade is, right?
3: Yeah, is he gonna have? Do you think he's gonna have the best season of his career?
4: Uh, it's pretty possible. I, I think. it What year was it? Was it two thousand thirteen when they were winning? He he had like three or four back-to-back-to-back-to-back hundred-yard games, didn't he? I mean, he he did have a a period previously. Uh, where he put together a few, a few good games. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's possible. Um, I'd be a little concerned about his health and I don't think he's ever played a full 16 games, uh, since he's been in the NFL. So, I mean, at some point I'm, I'm kind of just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, hopefully it's not too bad, but I feel like he's gonna, at some point he's gonna miss some time, but, uh, he's running, he's running great. Um, you know, Peyton, you know, is, definitely seems dedicated to them And uh, I still think they could even use him a little bit more, to be quite honest with you. Uh, Kevin, before we get to the rest of the game,
3: I have to get to Atlanta fans losing their fucking minds Sunday night.
0: Um, it's great.
3: Um, they are... They, I don't even know how to describe it. You were following on Twitter. They had like the, – like, I think they finally like cracked. Like last night, like the, the fact that they blew the Super Bowl, they're never going back, their franchise is ruined for all eternity, they're sustained, they're never going to wash off. Like I feel like it hit them last night. Is that is – that, am, I, am, I, am, I, am I being too uh, giddy and dramatic? Or I, feel, I felt like that on Twitter watching their fans.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like going so far to say it finally hit them, but I, I I don't know if I I don't even know if I would just say it's a realization. It's just they're just they it's just more confirmation. Like they're just being confronted further with how how oh man how dire their plight. <laughs> has been is and will be. And if there's like if, if there's one thing that that the Saints fa- that Saints fans will will turn out for in droves is Falcon Scheidenfreude. It is. Um, I'm looking I actually found the tweet now like the local market ratings for the Sunday night football game. So Number one was Boston with a 38.2. Providence, Rhode Island was next with 31.2. And that's, you know, that's Patriots country right there. Number three, New Orleans, <laughs> 20.8, followed by Atlanta we with 20.6. Were, we were hate Atlanta, fans
1: excited about being 4-2 and, and ready to hate watch.
0: Hang on. A uh, come th- on. It was I, – I, I, I'll even pull up the exact – hang on a second. Atlanta TV market – because uh, Andrew, you were say, hate-watching, though. Come on, we were all hate-watching. And the fog yeah, Atlanta, rolled in. Atlanta is the eighth largest market in the country. That is the eighth largest television market in the country. New Orleans, meanwhile, is 53rd. And they had no... Like, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe you don't go so far as say no dog in the fight, but the fact is, the eighth market in the country turned in a 20.6 and the 53rd market in the country turned in a 20.8. That's a, that's a, that's a huge disparity. I mean,
3: but do you, don't you think, I think the combination of Atlanta falling apart and the saints being in first place, I feel like it's broken Atlanta mentally before we get
1: back uh, to the, you saints. know,
4: there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs>
2: So I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Well, I, I think
1: the thing about the Falcons is um, they just need a new stadium. You know, if, they, if they get a new stadium, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll change things.
0: Absolutely. Another $2 billion boondoggle. Uh, built out in, in some rural ass area that uh, you know that the white collar people or yeah. I'm sorry, the blue collar fans can't really get to easily, you know. A lot of nice herbs. Then,
1: then they'll actually have good football fans. They just need a new sure. stadium. Sure. that's
0: how that works.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's funny it's funny that their new stadium looks like Megatron's asshole because the Falcons are complete and utter sh- shit.
3: They are. Andrew, have you have? Can you ever remember a Saints season turning, starting off so badly and turning so delightful so quick? I can't in my lifetime remember a Saints season. I can remember a lot of Saints season doing the opposite, but I can't remember a Saints season doing this. Like where? Well, the
1: thing that's the thing that's weird is that Atlanta started three and zero, Carolina was four and one, and Tampa was two and one, I believe. So like. If you look at the standings, it's not only that the Saints started bad. The Saints were immediately two games behind in the division. And since the and, Saints... And everyone else was winning. And, like, since the Saints turned a switch, the rest of the division has completely imploded.
0: The Saints are two. And out part the last of that two- switch, part of turning that switch meant getting rid of the asshole who uses switches. That is true. I didn't even realize I
1: did that night. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That
4: was That's
3: that was what pretty I'm clever. Yeah, the Saints are two and zero. The rest of the NFC South is zero and five. The last two weeks. Um, back to the game, uh, Andrew. The defense. I guess they
1: should kneel during the anthem more often.
3: They should. Is <laughs> is this is this defense? I don't want to say it's I don't want to say it's for real because I think that sort of implies that it's not like top ten or good or whatever. But like, what? do you think this defense is going to do when it plays another team of the quality of the fully healthy Minnesota Vikings or the new England Patriots with Tom Brady? Like what's your expectations of that
1: when they well, play? Well, you know, you know, first of all, I think one of the main reasons they were so bad against those teams was Devonte Harris. I mean, that was one thing that really stood out to me and he hasn't been playing. So, I think the mere fact that he hasn't been on the field is a win because I think a lot of those game plans were just about finding the guy he's covering <laughs> and singling him out in coverage. So, you know, I, I think now that Crawley's playing better and you know, down the road, Delvin Bro is coming back, potentially helping the team. Um, you know, I, I don't know what I can count on with him, but, you know, you still have P.J. Williams as well, so. Delvin I, Rowe I on think, one leg,
3: better than Devontae Harris?
1: I don't think Devontae's seeing the field again this year. He was on special yeah, teams. Yeah, no, I, I mean on defense and coverage. But, um, you know, I, I think the run defense last week um, is evidence that they're not elite. They're not dominant. Um, but I think one, if there's one thing I would give Dennis Allen credit for is his, his units always seem to start – slow and finish strong he, they, in, in the entire era of Dennis Allen as a defensive coordinator. They always seem to play better in the second half. I don't know why that is, but he's, he seems like a guy that makes good adjustments as the game kind of unfolds. And so I think you're going to see mistakes. I think you're going to see missed tackles. I think you're going to see dumb penalties because the Saints are so young, especially on the back end. Uh, I think that's just the reality of inexperience um, but there is talent there, and um, from a talent perspective, first of all, I think Okafor was a tremendous signing. I think that I put that on par so far with what we experienced with Nick Fairley last year, and I don't throw that out there lightly because that was really good. But um, so I think that was a great pickup. Uh, I think the linebackers are okay. Uh, Klein's not as good as I hoped he would be, um, but Lattimore, to me, is is the the biggest. Difference. Um, I mean, they have a lockdown corner now. Like he's like he he, he, he's he Dar- has played like a, a top ten <coughs> NFL corner. I'm not just talking. I'm not talking rookies here. I'm talking a top ten NFL corner in the entire league. He's that good.
3: He's like he's better than Daryl Rivas was as a rookie. He's ba- it's basically like if 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 you said what would the Saints defense be like if you dropped Daryl Rivas on it? That's kind of like what much li-
1: better. Yeah.
3: Um, Dave. The Ted Ginn experience is getting really, really fun. Like he
4: was it's going a- much better than I thought it was going to go. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. Another the great first, free agent signing. See, the f- we we've the first spent so minutes. much
1: time, and the media has spent so much time <laughs> on Adrian Peterson, which was a pretty low level investment. I mean, <clears throat> let's not forget Okafor and Klein and Ginn. Um, I mean, the Saints have signed some. This is forget the draft, which, in my opinion, was a plus. The free agents. Warford until this injury has been incredible. Um, this free agent class for the Saints has been really good.
3: Yeah. Dave, Ted Ginn, is he going to be the Saints' number two receiver for the year?
4: Uh, for the whole year? I mean, he is now. I mean, what do you got? You've got Michael Thomas. Yeah. Their number two receiver is Kamara. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Well, I don't know. I mean, how many catches? I'm not in front of a computer. How many catches do Ginn and Kamara have? Kamara is number two on the team. Ingram is three. Ginn is four. In catches? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then, yeah, I guess I I would have to agree with Andrew. I mean, technically, Kamara is the number two receiver. But, but yeah, behind people that are actually labeled wide receiver, um, yeah, I would have to say so. I would definitely have to say so. And I'm, you know, he's only had... And I can remember he's only had one ridiculously stupid drop. Uh, I hope he's not like saving it for uh, the playoffs or anything like that. But up up until now, yeah, I think he's definitely the number two guy. Kevin, every time I see Kamara,
3: Kamara do something awesome, I get excited. But then I realize that somewhere in the stadium, Ireland is thinking to himself, Loomis is going to trade the entire 2018 draft to move up to get somebody because I feel like Kamara doing well and they moved up to get him like it just feeds into the Saints drug habit of trading up is that is that a fair thing to think about or no should I just oh,
0: it's a a fair thing to think about regardless of what's happening on the field right now like it's not like awful trade-ups have stopped them from doing it again (laughs) right yeah
1: I mean, you would think Jonathan Sullivan would be enough to make them never do it again, but <laughs> they don't. But nope. Yeah.
3: Uh, you know, Kevin, I was watching the Green Bay game, and I know Kevin people got people got on us, and 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 these people are like, "If you don't watch the game, maybe Kevin doesn't even podcast. Kevin gets to be on the podcast because he's awesome, and it doesn't even matter if he watched the game. But you did watch the game this week, Kevin.
0: Uh,
4: at least the first half.
0: You fr- watched
3: at least most of it.
0: Kevin I feel yeah like I watched the first half I was I... in Joplin Missouri uh, Sunday Ooh. and just I just spent all day uh, we don't really care about your excuses sure not a problem <laughs> we got I felt
3: like I felt like <laughs> for the first half though Kevin Brent Hudley he kind of looks like Deuce McAllister if he was held yeah. hostage for like a year and a half
0: yeah. Like he was like yeah, an, now that you say it, yes.
3: He kind of looked like an emaciated Deuce McAllister.
4: Um, Does Deuce chew chew gum <laughs> like that while he was playing? I don't know, but I mean, Ke-
3: Kevin, being a, a Saint, longtime Saints fan, I mean, I've seen some bad quarterbacking. He was pretty, yes. fucked. he was pretty fucking terrible that first half. Like, I Brent mean, Brett Hundley. Yeah, I thought he was like.
0: Uh, no. I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He didn't seem that bad in the first half. I mean, I'm I looking were, at. His I fi- thought you were
4: talking about Drew Brees.
0: <laughs> right, like I'm looking at his final stat line right now, and obviously the guy ended up being terrible. But like, hell, I was gonna come on here and be like, yeah, man, in that first half, you know, Brent Huntley didn't look terrible. <laughs> um. I mean, he was like he was making he was making enough throws and you know scrambling around, but obviously they were very they were extremely reliant on the run game. I mean that's why they kept using Jones. i never and, heard of that dude. I mean, the, the dude, that was Aaron running. Jones, never heard of him either. Actually, that sound you that sound you're hearing in the background is actually a bunch of people shuffling to the waiver wire. <laughs> Stamp- <laughs> Fantasy
3: injury stampede. Um, <laughs>
0: And and y'all were like talking so high about Ted Ginn and like I'm thinking, man, in the first half, man, Ted Ginn, like just had like one big catch and then had that damn fumble. Uh, that was a huge break. Kickoff. I but
3: thought that I I didn't I didn't even know that rule. Like once you put up your once you fair catch it, if you bobble it, they can't blast you. I did not know that yeah, rule. That's did, right. did anybody know that rule? Yeah,
1: I, yeah no. You can't t- you can't touch a guy? I did if not you know that. His. Uh, yeah, well, but of I've, course, Jews.
4: Well, no, you remember. can. I, I thought you could touch him after he makes contact with the ball. I, yeah. so I, I think all of us were surprised that, like, he that Gin gets an opportunity to recover his bobble before anybody's allowed to touch him. I, yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah, rule. that's so. what I
3: thought. I thought, like, when, if you fair caught it, like, as soon as you started to juggle that thing, like, you were fair game and they could blast you. I didn't, I didn't know yeah, that that's not, rule. That's I'm, not the rule, not up on my rules.
1: Um, Andrew, I mean, the... clearly, it's on page seventy-four, <laughs> section B <B12>. twelve.
3: <laughs> so, Andrew, the Saints—the only really bad news out of the game was Warford was hurt. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, it sucks.
3: He's going to be out for like, a few, quite a few weeks, according to the internet. Um,
1: he's got
4: a groin. He's got a groin.
3: No, it was a uh, abdominal.
4: Well, I've got one too. Oh, he's, you got got he's, got a... he's got a stomach. He's so, got a stomach. So,
3: like, how? The Saints are now like out of right. offensive line depth, correct? Like they, they, they If they give one more injury, they're playing like Bryce Haller, Harris quality guys, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's dicey. It's dicey if, if they if anyone else goes down. So obviously, we hope that doesn't happen. But you know, yeah, Senio Calmette will have to come in. He's a guy that's played with the team a lot, knows the offense, knows the system. You know, he, he's just not going to have the same power uh, and the same drive and, and just ability to dominate in the trenches like Warford does. Warford just has that, that size and that drive um, that, you know, it's hard to get. So Calamete is a smaller player. He's not as massive, but he's, he's smart. You know, I think he'll be fine. Um, I, I, it's a loss. I mean, I, I don't want to downplay this. You know, losing Warford and going to Kelmete is is a downgrade. But um, he knows what he's doing, and I trust him in these games to n- not be a disaster. So, you know, I'm a little ner- nervous about facing Akeem Hicks this week.
3: Oh yeah, Akeem Hicks, a former Saint. When was the, Kevin? When was the last former Saint to just light them up? I'm trying to think. When was the last time they had a, like an ex Saint come hey, back? A bear? No, no, I said no, not, There's going to some, be something
1: some more
4: recent. It's gotta be. Uh, how is dude. How is Darren Sproles done against us? No, they haven't, ever have a good game with the played? Eagles. Have they played? I don't
1: Philly? think I don't think we've played them.
4: We
3: haven't played Philly, so we haven't had Malcolm Mal- Jenkins. Oh no. 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 Um.
4: Somebody on defense. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Uh, I think Fujita was on the Browns. That no, that's oh, that's Breeze, and Breeze had yeah. the four picks, and I think two of them were pick sixes.
3: Yeah,
4: and like yeah. Fujita necessarily wasn't making the plays, but you know he fucking no, told us all the secrets. Fujita had a pick. Had a oh, pick. he did.
1: Fujita. Yeah, I guess Shockey with the Panthers never really did anything yeah. against this, did he? Did the kick-
0: Shit, I forgot Shockey even went to the Panthers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, there's, Shit, there's, I forgot an- There's a better answer to this. Yeah, that some- we're not Somebody else. will listen to
3: the podcast and tweet us tomorrow.
1: Chris Ivory, did he do anything? Else? Oh, he did. Yeah. Did, yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, he
3: did. Yeah, in 2013, I think.
4: Yeah, I think
3: the game Nick Toon dropped the touchdown, and the Saints ran the like.
4: Nick Toon, can, can we can we know. not can we not talk about him?
3: Yeah. <laughs> um. So. It, it, they're four and two, Dave. I so feel like
1: we're missing a real obvious one. I
3: know we are. (laughs) I know we have to be. We we have to be missing something. There's one. What about a
0: kick? Could it have been a kicker? Dude, the the, Mm. the
3: Dustin Hopkins, right, from the Redskins, didn't know. He
0: didn't play him.
1: They blew us out regardless.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I can't. We're missing something, but maybe it'll come to us. Yeah, we're missing an obvious one. Maybe it'll come to us. Um... But Dave, I feel like they're four and two, and there's not much to like criticize because like everything is working out like a dream pretty much, uh, except for maybe some 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 of the injuries. But you can't really control that. Is there anything that you look at the Saints now besides like injuries happen, which you can't control, that you're like they've got to fix this or they're not really going to be winning the South or going to the playoffs or being better than like seven and nine, eight and eight? Is there something that you look at and you're worried about right now?
4: Well, I mean, I I think the the way they are currently, I think they're good enough to win the NFC South. Uh, uh, But, um, I don't know. You know, the run defense has certainly, I mean, defensively, I would say the run defense is probably the worst thing. Um, It's been good at times, though. Yeah, no, it has. I mean, that's the thing is, like, it's it's spotty. Uh, It's certainly spotty. Um... You know, I, I don't know. Ken Crawley was doing a damn good Brandon Browner impression uh, yesterday with, you know, the holding. You know, isn't that going to be that, part of his? has to be cleaned up. Penal, penalties. Need isn't be that going to be part of his deal, though? Like he's just going to get penalties. Like he's really handsy yes. and physical. Like isn't that part of his deal? Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? And that's if, if that's what he needs to do to to have blanket coverage on a receiver, you know, and to make sure he's close to a guy. Uh, I'll be fine with it. I mean, if he's not taking crazy pass interference penalties 40 yards down the field, uh, you know, I guess that's okay. It certainly doesn't, you know, certainly not as bad as Browner was. Somebody said that. But yeah, I, I think that's, I think that, you know, I, I think you got to play a little physical. I mean, that, that's, I think we're, we would all be okay with that. I mean, you know, just like the Seahawks, you know, the Legion of, Legion of Boom, I mean, they got called for a lot of shit because they were, you know, they were, they were grabby. Cheaters. Andrew, is there something <laughs> that
3: you look at that you're worried about? You're like,
4: uh, I mean, just the injuries
1: on the offensive line are concerning. I would say, you know, I'm less worried about the defense than I am about the offense right now. Uh, really? Um, in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the defense. I mean, the run defense wasn't great, but I still just think even if the run defense is terrible— even if they continue just to be awful on run defense moving forward, I feel like they're young enough and talented enough in the secondary and the pass rush has improved enough that they they can kind of skate by. Like, e- even if you're getting gashed on runs in the NFL, you're still going to get your occasional third and four, or third and five. And if you can rush the passer and cover, you're, you're still – you have a chance at being okay. Um, on the offense, I'm just like – it's one thing if Breeze isn't looking that great, but he's not throwing picks, but like this turnover binge they've been on the last two weeks is concerning Um, because I don't think Breeze has looked great. I mean, they're running the football really well, but now that Warford's out of the picture, um, you know, maybe that takes a hit. So, um, you know, offensively, they just haven't found their stride yet, and I think they've been fortunate that the defense has played well enough that they've had balance and – you know, I think Rodgers not being there in this game was huge. I mean, I think if Rodgers was there,
3: they well, wouldn't have done
1: enough offensively to win that game.
3: Well, talking about Breeze, Kevin, the arm truthers were out before the game. And during the game, Drew Brees clearly, he was wearing a glove. And, I mean, I think this just proves that his arm's probably shot. The Saints could have run a Hail Mary at the end of the half, and they run a bubble screen to Ted Ginn. So... Uh, is it fair to say that Drew Brees' arm is completely wrecked? And that's why he's been sucking the last four quarters.
0: Oh yeah, that's absolutely. I mean, you know, he's, yeah, he's, almost, he's almost 40. Uh, I mean, I think it's time to uh, send him to a nice farm upstate.
1: I mean, take, and... we should take him off the ventilator, don't you think?
0: I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, I, yeah. But I mean, you know, in all serious, Kevin,
1: mean, he's practically, he's
0: practically a vegetable.
3: I mean in, in yeah, all,
0: I I mean I mean shit I, I, Jeff George might be a better option
3: it but in all seriousness Kevin should we be excited I feel like he's it's
0: been a pretty it was a pretty
3: bad stretch he's had I would say he's only had like one good game the Carolina game was a really good game and the rest of the time he's kind of been meh and when do you like like, how much... Drew Brees, he, he, like, like he, how he, Brees? Yeah,
1: see, you say that, Jesus, Ralph. But his Christ. rating is 100. Like, his yeah. rating for the season... Ralph, he went meet. the
4: first four games with no interceptions. Shut the but it, up. But this offense hasn't
3: been what <laughs> we <Jesus> expected <laughs> to right. be. Like, it's Holy like... Holy shit.
4: But and it, and, and to, your, to, to your other point, there have been many situations where the Saints have been... Uh, have had the ball with 10 seconds or less in the first half, and they don't... Peyton doesn't do that. Peyton doesn't do that... Let's just bomb it down the field. Look, if you want to deny that his many...
3: arm is the shot, I mean, if you just want to ignore facts and
4: throw well, out look, fake okay. news,
3: you go ahead. If you had,
4: now look, I will, I will say this, Ralph. If you had, if you had cited his two interceptions, which I think were terrible decisions and poor throws, I actually, actually don't think the actually, actually the second one. Was one was the bad. second one was yeah. the, well, no, no, the second one was a good decision. No, no the throw was bad. He he did not. He did not lead his receiving. Yeah, but the it. corner made a great play too. I mean,
1: he it, did, you know, but he, he kind of threw it in the. That could have been a catch if, if if the DB doesn't make a great play. I mean, well, to me that the the first one was egregious. Uh, I right. don't think you
4: can put them on the same plane. Well, anyway, first. if if Ralph, if Ralph had cited his two interceptions as as his as his defense for Drew Brees maybe declining, that would be one thing. But because he didn't throw it uh, with ten seconds left uh, in the first half, that's uh, that's BS.
1: Why I think we have to remember the conditions on the field. You know, I, I think it's tough in those conditions. We we know, I mean, Breeze has never done well with a wet ball wearing a glove. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why. That, that's just never worked out for him. But those were tough conditions to throw. And let's not forget that the quarterback on the other side of the field threw for 83 yards. So, um, yeah, you know. But that's true. If Breeze if comes out wearing a glove, it's not going to be a good day. Well, no, I was going to say, but, but listen, listen, I am—I mean, I will say this: I am keeping an eye on Breeze, and they're coming back home these next two weeks against the Bears and against the Bucks, and so I do expect Breeze to come out and play a lot better than he has the last couple of weeks. I mean,
3: it's basically he put he 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 put the he he put together four crappy quarters in this, but. My, the point that I was getting to before Dave... And,
1: stu- and still threw for over 300 yards. Yeah, but the yards. point
3: I was getting before Jay- Dave jumped my shit was Breeze <laughs> played hasn't played his normal lights-out self, and the Saints are still winning these games. I don't think the way Breeze played against Detroit or the way they played against Green Bay or even the way that he played in the, the Miami game to a certain extent at times... If he'd have played that way in 2015 or 2016, the Saints wouldn't have won any of those games. Like, so yeah, in a way, it's very exciting that Drew Brees can kind of play, eh, for a game, and the Saints can still win. The Saints haven't played. The Saints have played a game this year where at the two-minute warning the game was undecided, which is really weird in a game in a, in a in a league that's nothing but coin flip games. Um, but.
4: I mean, look, if 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 the Saints can get a defense like this uh, and can get a defense that can help out the offense and breathe, uh, you know, I think you can get another three years out of breeze. If you don't if he doesn't have to be the man, if he doesn't have to be thrown 400 yards uh, every goddamn game, 50, you know, 50 passes, 400 yards, whatever, whatever. Uh, I think that only benefits the Saints as far as uh, extending Breeze's career. Another money—that's a whole other. Well, here's question.
3: a here's a fun question, Kevin. How m- Like, how many more years do? You, if if I gave you a thousand dollars and I said go to Vegas and don't spend it on hookers and blow, don't be like the Miami Dolphins offensive line coach, and you had to bet on Breeze playing a certain amount of more years, how many more years do you think Breeze has playing at this level currently? If you just had to guess.
0: Um. So I'm just saying he's he's just playing in the league in general, not necessarily playing all the time with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, I could absolutely see him playing another three to four years because I can see a team. At this level. uh, No, he doesn't
4: have to be he doesn't have to
0: be amazing,
4: but I I think if you have a good defense, he could be like Peyton Manning you know, Peyton Manning was, you know, he know. can just be a, a field general. He can oh, just, Peyton you know. Manning,
3: like, his last year, he was terrible.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. he was awful. Awesome. And, and, and what happened? How did the Broncos do that year? Yeah, but they had, the, they had a historically good defense, though. That's what I'm saying, though. If you have a good defense, you don't need to be historically good. But if you have a good ah. defense, if you have a good defense, Drew Brees can play well below what we're accustomed to him playing, and the Saints can still win games.
0: Okay, listen, uh, if that's you standing outside, I'm going to need you to take your face away from the exhaust pipe (laughs) because those fumes are clearly screwing with your head. Like, if if Drew Brees is playing as bad as Peyton Manning was that year the Broncos won the Super Bowl, there's no way that just a good defense would be enough. Yes, agreed.
3: Here's a fun fact, gentlemen. For the last, like... Let's say well, 2013. The Saints' defense was the dead cat bouncing good. But if you throw 2013 out, what have we been saying for like the last seven years? If the Saints could just have a league average defense, yeah, we would celebrate and it would be a dream come true. It has happened. The Saints are officially 16th in points allowed. 22.2 a game after six. What about mean, I mean, really, that's all you need. Yeah, it. and
1: guess and guess what. Place they're in in the standings in their division, first. Yep.
3: They're twenty third. They're twenty third in yards. They're still. Yep. They're and still- they didn't.
1: They don't even have to have the number one offense in the league. No, they're. They not. don't need it.
4: Um, amazing how that works. And Drew Brees is playing like shit,
0: <laughs>
4: and they're still doing it. It's amazing. Yeah. Wait. hey Wait. Hang on amazing. a second.
0: I wait. I went and pulled up his numbers. The guy in 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 the the uh, jesus i'm stumbling here in the four wins he's thrown he, he's got a 98.9 quarterback rating and he's completed 71% of his passes in the losses he's got a 102 quarterback rating and he's completed 65.9% of his passes he also hasn't thrown an interception in any of the team's losses all four of his interceptions have come in the wins yeah. Yeah. His so
4: his, so you're proving my point.
0: His Detroit. No, no, I am.
3: I'm, his Detroit. Am. His, no, no, but that's a good point, Kevin. But his Detroit second half and his Green Bay first half, he was 19 of 34 for 176 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, a 40.4 rating, and the Saints won two of those. Games. I don't think the Saints could have won a game. I don't think the Saints could win a game either of those games with a half like that maybe Andrew, maybe the 2011 team because they could just score a shit ton of points I don't Yeah, think...
1: I mean, l- listen, I don't want to be Debbie Downer here, I mean, we, we gotta celebrate It's for, they're in first place, they're 4-2, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that, so um, yeah, I want to let that sink in for a second and, and really enjoy that No, but that's the thing, that, it's, he, he was so said, be
3: shitty and they can still win, it's like Yeah, it's,
1: it's, but I, I think we have to remember, look Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing and that that was really fortunate. And I just think if we're being honest with ourselves, if this really is going to be a team that wins the division at the end of the year and makes the playoffs, if they're going to be a playoff team, that's a game they need to blow out the Packers. I mean, they, they need to, they need to win. They should have won that game with these because they were moving the football and both of those turnovers came in the red zone. If those two drives were touchdowns, it would have been a blowout. And, I really think the Saints, I mean, they were fortunate. I think that the Packers basically were completely inept throwing the football um, because they had a backup quarterback in that, frankly, just wasn't good enough. Well, I'll say this. I'll say
3: say one thing, though. The, The thing is, I think the Packers, their wide receivers aren't that good. And Aaron Rodgers throws them open. And the Saints have decent corners now. And I think that's part of it, too. You know?
1: Yeah, that may be true. I don't know. I mean, I, I think um, I mean Jody Nelson's pretty awesome. You you, know? you think the good cornerbacks are a part of it? You think that might have yeah, something to do with it? Yeah, <laughs> that is. Well, it. <laughs> but but listen, I guess my point here is we've yet to see the offense really kind of play at the level we know they're capable of. They Pretty good and, and the and first half, uh, Detroit. And they're they're running the football the last two weeks. They're running the football really well. So Kamara and Ingram are working. I think it's just about... And really, I think you take away the two interceptions and the passing really was fine. So, um, again, I just think now you look at... They haven't even played their best football and they're sitting here in first place at 4-2. and I think they should feel really fortunate for that to be the case. But yes, this is a roundabout way of getting back to your original question, Ralph, which was, shouldn't we be excited? And the answer is yes, because now... You play a Bears team at home, and if they can play lights out, they're going to beat the Bears. I think if this offense plays lights out and the defense keeps playing the way they have been, the Bears have no chance in this game, in the Superdome. Um, So I'm really looking forward, hopefully, for Breeze and this offense to put it together and and put together for the first time this year four solid quarters of football. And if they do that, they're going to kick the Bears' teeth in, and they're going to be 5-2. and that that's a tremendous opportunity for this team. Well, so I'm hoping this is the week it kind of comes together. Well,
3: we'll get to that. And then the rest of their schedule, I look at it. I, they probably won't be favored in Atlanta. They won't be favored when they play the Rams at the Rams. The rest of the games, so, they're going to be favored in
0: them, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I I tweeted about this earlier because I'm 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 going to be doing you know. Hopefully, I'm Mia culpa all season long because again, <laughs> I, I said this team was going to win five uh, five games, and they're definitely going to hit five. Uh, I'm going to be uh, drinking a lot I of mean, IPAs. I mean, they're going to hit. Five. I think they're going to hit five. They're going to hit five on Sunday. <laughs> like like they're going to beat Chicago. Uh, they could very well beat Tampa. Uh, I think you know, depending on the weather situation, Buffalo could be a loss. The Rams could be a loss. And in Atlanta could be a loss, so that's three out of the remaining one, two, three, ten. Shit, um, three out of the remaining ten. This team could win ten or eleven games. It's feasible that they could win ten, and and and, and ten wins is pri- is ten wins is going to win you the division.
3: Do we? Do you? Do you guys think that? Do you think ten will win the South? Like if I said if I said. You can have 10 wins, or you can have behind what's door number two. Would you take the 10 wins and hope that it got you to division, Andrew?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think Carolina's garbage. I think they are high, high garbage. And um, the Bucks aren't getting the 10 wins. Yes, you know, so the only thing is could the Falcons turn it around? Um, I don't know. Their schedule's tough, man, coming up here, so... The Saints, yeah, by the yeah, way, the Saints you, have played the yeah, hardest schedule. if you schedule. offer me ten wins right now, absolutely, I'm taking. Dave, it. would you take the ten sure. wins? Uh, which, which is really, yes, we're just talking. De- we're just talking about what six and four the rest of the way. Is that what we're yeah. talking about? Yeah. For them to be ten and six, I mean, yeah, you know, that's still two games over five hundred. So yeah, yeah,
4: absolutely, I'm taking it.
3: Dave, would you take ten and six and
4: hope that it got you the South? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely take ten and six. I mean, I feel like worst case scenario, if the Saints were ten and six, they would be tied with somebody else yeah. at uh, at ten and six, and it would just kind of depend on the tiebreaker. But I, I don't think there's any way that any of those other three teams are going eleven and five.
1: They all have three losses or more. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So I mean, and we're all and we haven't we haven't even played Atlanta or the Bucks yet. And the yeah. Saints for them to go eleven and
1: five, they would have to go. What's Atlanta? Th- Atlanta's three and three, so they'd have to go eight and two the rest of the way. I-, I would definitely take my chances with that. I mean, the Saints,
3: Kevin, they played the hardest schedule in the NFL through six weeks. And they're four and two. Which
1: is kind of fool's gold because the Packers achieved their record with Aaron Rodgers.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, even if you, th- even if you throw out the Packers, I mean— the Andrew,
4: do- stop fucking being a <laughs> oh, goddamn
0: wet fucking blanket. I
3: mean, the—
4: Jesus
0: fucking— Hang on a second. Hang on a second. You got you got Ralph here talking about how Drew Brees might not might not be that good anymore. All he of a sudden, have, now you got Jude throwing saying. throwing a wet blanket on things. How is it that I'm? How is it that Dave is the positive one, and I'm here sort of backing him up on that?
1: <laughs> well,
0: my when brand, did
3: this happen?
1: my brand is doom. But then, listen, I'm I'm excited. I'm I, I'm pumped. I, I mean, this I really am.
3: It's if you would have said after the Saints were two and two that Drew Brees would have four interceptions the next two weeks, you'd be like, oh, shit. I mean, yep. even even after the Aaron – even if you just said Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was going to break his collarbone and they weren't going to face him, <laughs> even with the four interceptions, you'd be like, oh, that's going to – that's going to – that's gonna one of those games is going to be a loss because it's going to get dicey and shit. Um, but, I mean, they're four and two. And they, I don't know the record with Green Bay is fool's gold, but Miami's decent. I mean, look. They went to Atlanta. How is
1: w- Miami four and two? How
3: they just they they're lucky as shit, and their defense keeps them in games. I mean, even the Saints game when the Saints just when the Saints were up thirteen and nothing, you were like, "There's no way Miami's coming back and winning." The, de- the 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 Dolphin defense like held the Saints in check. They they don't let it get away from them, right? And if the Saints would have had a f- like if the Saints would have fucked up that snap, remember when they had the Benny Hill music going and they like <laughs> like another game like Miami would have picked that up and run it in for a touchdown and then it's 13 to 7 and they just keep weird shit happen in their games and they just like keep it within arm's length and pull it pull it, pull it out at the end. I mean, the Jets were beating their ass by two touchdowns and they came back in one and I really don't know how the fuck they did it, but I was Clicking back and forth, watching it. Um,
1: wow! Well, so they've come back from double d- yeah. digits two weeks in a row. Huh? Yes, they came back wow. from
3: seventeen nothing in 28-14, which is just
4: wow. It, it's well, wow. one of those teams was Atlanta, so <laughs> that was expected. Yeah.
3: So now we, before we get to the the Bears game, we have questions. Um, the Bears, the Bears. This is from Trois Tw- et Deux. Does a healthy Bro show twenty four have a place in this defense, Andrew?
1: You know, I think before this week, I would have said no. I would have said, I I don't know where you put him. Um, There's no defensive back that I would replace. But, you know, now I, I would consider playing him over Crawley, yeah. Um, Get the it hell
4: all, out of it, here! Shut your mouth, dude. It all <laughs>
1: depends to it all depends to me on how bro is playing and how he's feeling. You know, I mean, if it if it's going to be the same bro that came back from his bur- broken Ooh, that leg was last good. year, that was not good. Then no thanks. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather he sit on the bench and and not play. Honestly, um, if he's a hundred percent and he's you know back to kind of close to normal for him, then I think he's still a better player than Ken Crawley. I think Ken Crawley is. Um, he's exceeded expectations and he's playing pretty well. Um, but he he takes risks. And I think he, he's physical, which you like that part of it. But, you know, I think there's a clear reason why he's the number two corner
4: and why teams are targeting him more than they're if, targeting if, if Lattimore. The Saints
3: had, if the Saints had Ken Crawley. The
4: reason sh- the reason they're targeting Crawley more than Lattimore is because Lattimore is a goddamn fucking shutdown <laughs> motherfucker. That's why they're targeting Crawley. It's 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 uh it's really just uh it's true. you know I, well, you know, it's just you have to target somebody, and you don't want to target Lattimore, so you got to target Crowley. But, 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 Juge, I mean, I, I do, I think I respectfully disagree with you. I mean, I, I think you're right. I mean, Crowley obviously is not as good as Lattimore, uh, but I still think he's good. And I'm a firm believer in chemistry and, and sticking with the hot hand and, and what's working. Um, I, I, first of all, I have my doubts about whether, bro, when he comes back, whether he's going <clears> to <throat> really be that great. But I, I think whenever he's ready, uh, I think he's your. I think he's your nickel corner. I think he takes, uh, uh, you so know, Von PJ Williams's. Von Bell plays. Less. Your, and PJ Williams is not playing. Yeah, well, yeah, Von Bell or even Kenny Vaccaro took a bunch I of missed, snaps at cornerback. Pro Football P- Focus. I miss the
3: PJ Truthers. They're all gone. They've all pro football gone away.
4: Focus said that like Pro Football Focus said Kenny Vaccaro was like took a whole shitload of snaps as a cornerback, um, which I thought was very bizarre. But well, uh, when they anyway. go to
1: their when they go to their three safety look, he's usually in the nickel. He plays in the slot. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Who Vicar- Vicar- Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, but they, I, they've I, always done that with him. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't. I. Uh, no, I, I. I just I just don't think he break up a good thing. I. I, I you know he, Well, I just, and, and, and you know I, I don't. And how many
3: more
1: weeks does he have before he's back? I think it's week, two. I mean, you know, listen, injuries can nine, happen. Yeah, I, I, I think assuming that nothing is going to happen to anyone in the Saints secondary <laughs> based on history that we've had, no. I mean, there's probably going to be an opportunity here for Bro. Um, I, I think what Dave is saying has a lot of merit, uh, though. And I think, you know, sometimes you got to go with what's working. Um, you know, one thing I will say is they've already talked, there's been Rumors about Kikaha being traded and the fact that he was inactive for this game—I think yeah. lends, a little, lends a little credence <laughs> to that rumor. Um, and you wonder if Bro um, is a guy
4: they could maybe that they would consider shipping out as well.
3: What would you? Well, here's a here's a question. And,
4: and uh, I don't I don't want to see them do that. Here, I, what you would know, you? I, you I, I, what, I under I understand that he's at this point he's he's extra and he's expendable. But what would you, but, want? What would you but, want? But, for, but there's going to come a time where you're going to need him.
3: What would you want if you if you were shipping out and Kevin or Andrew Herman <laughs> jump in? You don't have to give me a, necessarily a player name. But
4: a like lineman, the, an offensive lineman. Kevin, what would
3: you want if you were trading Bro or Kikaha? What would you want the Saints to go get?
4: Uh, Bro or Kikaha? Um, Ke- Kevin, I want you to think back to all the film that you've been watching this man. season.
0: All of the tape.
3: The
4: charts, the breakdowns,
0: the formulas. Pythagorean, the am theorem. I guess I'm thinking. I, I guess I'm thinking offensive line help.
3: I'm thinking receiver. If you could get a if you could get a receiver from a team, I would. I would do it.
4: How about Michael Thomas just fucking blows up like he's supposed to be? Like well, <laughs> I'm still waiting here. I'm still waiting. Line he help. was pretty good. He had seven seven.
3: He had seven or eight catches.
1: His um, stats through six games are like on pace for a great
4: season. All right, Kevin. We talked about this. We talked about this last, last week. He, yes, he may be on pace for 12, 14, 1500 yards, but we were promised 2,000 <laughs> yards, 100 catches. <laughs> I was <laughs> promised 6,000 yards that I won. Yeah.
3: I was promised so tech Bowl numbers. Kevin, yeah. Kevin, this is a question from Guy. Well, bra-
1: blame Drew Brees and his declining one
4: hundred QB rating. Yeah, oh, that is, old motherfucker—he's gone after this season.
3: Put in Daniel. This is from Guy, Kevin. I think this question is meant especially for you. In this four-game winning streak, Kevin, uh, against he- let me see—is this—is this four-game winning streak against heavily the heavily injured a result of the human sacrifice of every corner the last five years?
2: Can, can you
0: repeat that last part? It's, I'm trying to follow your question. <laughs> this is, like, is, the,
3: is the winning streak that the Saints are on against all these injured teams a result of the Saints sacrificing every corner they had the last five years to injure? Uh, it
0: better be. This <laughs> better be some sort of karmic payback.
3: I
1: mean... I think the Compton curse has been lifted. That, I think Andrew,
3: explain this. Was, Andrew, you texted me to this today. Yeah, explain because this.
1: Sprouls broke his leg or whatever the hell happened. Yeah, so Sprouls' wife laid the Compton curse on the Saints on on Instagram uh, because she was so furious at how the Saints treated him when he was traded to the Eagles. And since that trade happened, the Saints have been seven and nine in perpetuity with a horrible defense, uh, and that's never changed. And it seemed like we were on course for this at 0-2, and, uh, and then something weird happened. Sproles broke his arm and tore his ACL all at the same time. And I just think she, maybe she used her magical powers to heal him um, or <laughs> focus it on something to do with Sproles, which took energy away from the curse. And uh, the Saints have a four-game win streak now. so And they're in first place for the first time since the trade. So uh, clearly, the Compton curse is lifted. I think that's that, what's re- that's what's really going on. I mean, if you want like real analysis, hot takes here, that's hardcore, uh, you know, in depth analysis. That's what's really going on.
3: Uh, Andrew, is the PJ Williams discipl- disciplinary suspension secretly the greatest Saints event in the last five years?
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far, but I do think Crawley got a raw deal, I I I don't think Harris should have ever played over him to start the season, and I think Crawley, it was unfair that he had to sit to start the year, inactive, and you know he wouldn't have gotten that opportunity over Williams, uh, had Williams not made that mistake. But he's taken over and he hasn't looked back. So um, kudos to him. Sometimes I I mean Galette's a bad example because of how things ended, but. Uh, I remember Galette finally got a shot when Will Smith tore his ACL, and Galette was just a backup and a situational guy. And um, when Will Smith went down, Galette became a starter, and he was a double-digit sack guy immediately and made a Pro Bowl. So um, you know, sometimes do guys they do they
4: is it, have do, potential. The, do the but do the coaches like not see that potential? Do they do they not realize it? This 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 is what I don't understand. Like, why are guys like Crawley and in that case Junior Gillette? Why are they not? You, you, they they say all the time, "Oh, we're just going to put the best guys out on the field." I don't but think yet, it's that they don't see their potential. I
1: think it's, it's almost like they're, they're saving them. To, I think it's they're nervous to to play them too much because they don't trust them. So they only want them in limited situations.
4: Well, yeah. th- there's no That's way right. to build that trust if you don't put them out there and throw them yeah. to the wolves.
1: I mean, Kika has a guy, like for example, where like, he only really plays on pass rushing downs. But like, we're never going to really know how good he is unless he plays every down, you know. And I'm, right. not, adv- I'm not advocating that the Saints play him over Okafor right now. They definitely shouldn't because Okafor is playing well. But yeah. I mean that that's an exam. That's another example of a guy like could Kikaha be a double-digit sack guy if he was playing every down? Maybe
3: Kikaha is going to go somewhere and, and not with the Saints and do really well, but it's not going to be a long-term thing because his knee's going to explode at any minute. You know. Um,
4: here, here, here's a Twitter question. Remember Nick Fairley? <laughs> Ugh.
3: They, if if they <laughs> hey, had-
4: I'm going to tell you something, man. If they had him, I, it would I mean, be sick, huh? It would be sick. No, he I, wouldn't. Because he would have fucking dogged it for the next three years on his goddamn fucking contract. Dave's never that was the best it. thing that ever happened to this team. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. That no. Nick Fairley thing, him not playing, best thing that ever happened. No. He was going to fucking did. dog it. He was going to dog it like he's done every fucking Man. non-contract year he's been in this fucking league.
3: Dave's never given that up.
0: Dave is Dave is salty. <laughs> he
3: is. Dave is salty. Uh, you know, I asked am digging Dave. this, Dave. I know. You'd think Dave wouldn't be this salty, but the Saints 4-2. Well,
0: I tell you what, if I'm ever hit by an asteroid or something, Dave is the guy to take over.
3: (laughs) I asked people to do five. Describe the Falcons collapse in five words or less. Uh, Andrew West said Shanahan made Ryan look good. Matt Ryan is overrated. Um, Let's see, one other one. Miami's coach hooked Sark up. That's from Jason. I like that
1: one. How many picks does uh, Matt Ryan have on the year now? Oh lord, I don't even know. Let's pull. He doesn't he's have any. He's got more He's, pick. he's, he's thrown. More picks he's thrown bucks a bucks lot of
4: them. them. No, he doesn't have any. He's thrown a lot of picks, but he doesn't have any picks himself. Let's see. Uh, do, 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 do,
1: do, do, do. I think it's like six and eight or something. And by like the way, that. I
4: don't, I don't, I don't want anybody. I know there's a lot of stupid people out there. I don't want anybody to think that I'm wishing harm on Nick Fairley. I'm just saying that like. His absence, I think, is probably the best six thing that happened Six interceptions.
3: He has six, and he threw five all of last year, right?
4: How many touchdowns did he have?
3: Seven. <laughs> I mean, he's like...
1: He's garbage.
3: He's like Blake Bortles, kind of. I mean, well, not that bad, but you know,
4: you get it. I started Blake Bortles on my fantasy team and, and did very well with this. So. Well, I had, Ar- I had Aaron Rodgers, so what, what, what choice did I have? Uh, par from Matt Ryan is, Matt Ryan is very Andy Daltony right now yes Wait <laughs> by, and you never want to go full Dalton <laughs> um, <laughs> never, uh, never. Uh, by, by, by the way I, I have to admit I was I was screaming at my uh, television last night in frustration with the Falcons because I, I was I did start Tevin Coleman and Julio Jones and it's been very it was very frustrating to watch the Falcons. Offense just totally be totally a mess. You know,
1: you know what's uh, oh, by I the way, me the Ralph Malbro fantasy stink, Ralph, I, I have to give it to you, man. It, its powers are
3: it's incredible. It, it, it
1: might have Compton Kirk's level.
3: I I got I, I, I I I, 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 I apologize that somebody in the in the uh in the children's podcast league, I kept badgering him to give me Julio Jones. Uh so I finally I traded him uh Mixon and Michael Thomas for Julio Jones. So now I have my, I have Matt Ryan, the Atlanta tight end. I don't even know his name. Julio Jones. Their running back. Their defense. Their kicker who got injured when I signed him. He's got a bad back now.
1: Matt Ryan is injured.
3: No, uh, yeah, their kicker. He's got a bad. Oh, that's.
1: mean, he's a good kicker. That's bad for them. Yeah,
3: he's got. I mean, he's still trying to kick through it, but he's got a, like a bad back,
4: like. The, the oh, That's awesome! St- I just dropped
1: him last week. The so Marlboro what are Julio f- Jones? What was
4: Julio Jones' stats last night? He was bad. I got well, to... he wound no, 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 he, Julio. Jo- well, I'm in a PPR league, so I get points for every catch too. Uh, but no, he wound up catching that one garbage did, time just, touchdown at the end of the game that 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 salvaged the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. In, my, in my for my team, he had like 23 points. Yeah, he he mm-hmm. was all right, but first
3: turned around. But the the fantasy stink for Matt Ryan is paying off big time. I'm, it's it, nice. It,
1: it's my. You're, you're it, doing the Lord's work, it's, Ralph. It's the
3: Picasso of hate watching a fantasy team. It's nothing but Falcons. It's I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it immensely. Um, so we have to get to the game this week, Kevin. I'll start with you. The Saints are a seven and a half point favorite over the Chicago Bears at home. So who you got? Um, oh,
1: looks like the uh, Eagles just lost Peters, their left tackle. He's a oh, stud. That's... He looks like he just tore his ACL.
4: Sucks. But
1: Dog.
4: I hope Alshon Jeffrey is still doing terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're not They're not really throwing it to him. Yeah. Um, good. Very good. Very good. All right.
0: Very well, good. I'll tell you what. I am going to uh, make this prediction, and then I'm going to uh, head on out. All right. We'll do um, it. You'll hang up and listen? Yeah. Yes, I'll hang up and listen.
2: <laughs> First
0: uh, time long say First I'm going to say Saints. I'm going to say Saints 33, Bears 20.
3: That's a lot of points for the Bears.
0: I know, and I'm going to say that uh, Lattimore gets an interception touchdown. Wow! They call that a pick six, Kevin. They
3: call that a, <laughs> they call that they they call that a pick oh, six. I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry, I'm still getting caught up. I'm still having to you know uh, relearn the lingo since I've been out for so long.
1: <laughs> an interception <laughs> touchdown that is so 2015.
3: <laughs> oh, Kevin, thanks for the thanks for the what's
4: that? That's like
0: 1915.
3: Thanks, yeah. for the, thanks for the time. Go enjoy your girlfriend.
0: Time, time with her. Go enjoy time with my girlfriend. Not enjoy no. my girlfriend. Enjoy her time. body. Time.
3: Of oh course. for God's. We've be we gotta try to be classy. Alright.
1: Thanks. Alright. So, her body is a wonderland.
3: So Andrew, who do you have?
4: Uh yeah, I think the Saints win. Um, can, can we wait? Can we just d- discuss how it's possible that Kevin has a girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. while we're on the topic, how is this possible? Yeah, he, he had a wife before then. Yes, I, 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 that was, and that was before he wrestled. He
3: is appealing. So now yeah. He's
4: gotten. Oh, true. He's gotten. True. He's, got, he's gotten more nerdier, and more less appealing. And he still got that, a girlfriend. Good man.
3: I'm just teasing. just There's a mate yeah. for everyone, even the nerds and the wrestling.
4: I'm just teasing Kevin because he's not here to defend it.
1: That's right.
4: That's how I like to do it. What's the app that he uses again to find
1: chicks? Uh, Farmers Only Tinder. (laughs) Tinder Madison Farmers. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, clearly that works. Clearly that's an effective app. Um, So, yes, I think the Saints are going to win. I think they're going to win convincingly. I'm still waiting for it. For, for the offense to really step up. Um, they get to play another kind of inexperienced quarterback in Trubisky, who so far, in my opinion, hasn't been too impressive. Um, so I think the Saints are going to win this one comfortably. I think they're going to be comfortable at home playing well. I'm going to say 31-13. And my player of the game, I think Brandon Coleman is going to score again. I think he's going to score twice. Wow. So my player of
4: the game is going to be Brandon Coleman.
3: Dave, who you got?
4: Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, I think we are all in agreement. I think uh, on paper this should be a, a fairly safe and easy win for the Saints. I'm going to go. I'm going to go five even five i I'm going to go even bigger. I'm going to go thirty-eight ten. Wow. Uh, and uh, like I said, I'm going to keep doing it until it happens. I'm going to go Michael Thomas. <laughs> two touchdowns. I'm just gonna keep banging the Michael Thomas yeah. drum. Keep oh, banging on. the drum, two, baby. Two touchdowns, 120, 150 yards. You know, six catches, seven catches, whatever. Hey, Jason Peters is
1: getting carted, carted off, off, and the whole the whole Eagles roster is going over to him. Yeah, he looks I don't like.
3: Crazy. I don't like to see injuries because I just the yeah, way the Saints brutal. have been hit. The way the Saints have been hit the last couple of years, I don't like to see injuries because you know, but. The NFC man is wide open. So, so uh,
4: look, but I dude, that dude, as soon as that dude gets into the locker room, he's gonna start crying. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's bad. But I look at this game, and I know people are like, "It's a trap game." I don't see this as a trap game. I think that's I think that's next week. I think this is an announcement game. The Saints are gonna announce to the rest of the NFC, we are the fucking team, people. Saints thirty-four to seven. I just think like the Bears I mean they like Trubisky, if you watch them and I was bumping around the, the, the game passing today with the Bears and I was reading about about them. Like Trubisky he doesn't throw from the pocket. Like they roll him out and he like they've only scored over twenty points one time. Well, no yeah, they've only scored on they've only scored over twenty points. Uh, one They scored 27 against Baltimore. I just think the Saints are going to wreck them. And I know their defense is good and all this, but I just think the Saints, I'm confident that when the Saints play a shitty quarterback, they're going to play well on defense. Like it used to be, remember Andrew would be like, well, this quarterback is really shitty. Maybe he won't have a QB rating above 85 remember those days, yeah? You know, yeah. I just think when the Saints play a shitty quarterback at home, like they're going to get after Trubisky, they're going to sack him a bunch of times. They're, they're the Saints' fumble luck has been kind of crappy on defense. Like they've caused a bunch of fumbles and hadn't really got any. So I just think thirty-four to seven. Um, I think Drew Brees is going to have a really good game, uh, and i I think my my MVP is going to be. Uh, Rando, it's going to be AJ Klein, is going to have an interception. How, how are the
1: Bears running the football?
4: Let me see. That's a good question. Um, I just got some ESPN fantasy football pop up that said uh, Should Tarek Cohen be downgraded? <laughs> Let's see. team. Oh, yeah, that's their starter, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: the Bears running the football are... Doo, doo, doo. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's see. Uh, ooh, the ba- ooh, the Bears are f- The Bears are fifth. No no, 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 that's not right. The Bears- I mean, that's their thing. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run the shit out of the ball. Seventh. But the, here's the thing, though. I think the Saints... I think the Saints' defense... Especially at home, and they proved it against Green Bay. Like, if they want to, they can stop your run eventually.
4: They well, I think stop. that's. I think I think that's going to be the game plan. I think that needs to be the game plan. I think they need to sell out, uh, stop the run, and and dare and and dare to, Trubisky to beat them, which is not going to happen.
3: So I'm still. Oh, I'm sti- uh, Jordan it-
4: Howard is their running back. Yeah, you know, he's good.
3: I'm sticking yeah. with my prediction of 34 to seven. Even though the Bears, Andrew asked a great question. Well, Howard was
4: injured. Is Howard back? Is he injured? I thought he. I thought he. He was injured earlier in the season.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. Well, um, I think the big question. I mean, Trubisky's been bad. I mean, he's been bad, bad. So my only concern would be that they bring in Mike Glennon at some point. Who, I mean, I think at least <laughs> at this point is a better player.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I don't. And he think,
1: looked pretty. Glennon looked pretty good against the Falcons in Week One.
3: Yeah, but I don't think they would. The thing is, though, they might bring in Glennon, but they wouldn't bring in. They won't bring in Glenn until it's like seventeen or twenty-one to nothing. Yeah, know? and I, and look, I mean, granted, the, the Detroit almost made a comeback, but that took a punt return, a pick six, and they had Matthew Stafford. You know, like if this yeah. Yeah. so. Um, I don't know. I, I think the, I think the trap game is next. I think the, the, the game to really worry about is, is the next week because it's Tampa and it's a division game and people will think Tampa's really terrible and it'll be another walkover. I think that's the game to worry about, not this week with Chicago. So I'm sticking with 34-7. to 7. Um, So um, final, final, final. We used to do the confidence check, Dave. Remember that? We would do the, the Dave Cariello confidence scale.
4: Um, I don't remember that. You don't but. remember
3: the confidence we used to do that.
1: It's
4: so, but, been too long. But, I don't think we called the, it the confidence scale. We called it something else. The panic, yeah, Dave, was a, Dave was only the panic a teenager meter. back the, then. The
3: panic meter. That's what it was. Yeah. But our season predictions, I picked nine wins. Dave, I think you picked nine wins. Andrew, you picked seven,
4: did you? No.
1: Yeah, no. Sounds right. Yeah. No. No. I did e- not see, pick see, nine. See, this is see this is what happens, guys. I'm gonna Eagles go left tackle just just fall started in
4: the red zone. That's I'm gonna, what gonna happens. go back. I'm gonna go back and listen to the podcast. I definitely did not pick nine and seven. I, I picked eight and eight at best, if not seven and nine. So how I definitely did not pick a winning season. So
3: how are you feel? Are you feeling your, your predictions? I feel
4: fucking great, Ralph. I feel like somebody just injected morphine in my goddamn veins. I am in fucking cloud nine. When I was hey, in seventh, Ralph. When I was in seventh, seventh grade, morphine kind of like brings you down. Like no, you, no, 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 no. Let me let me let me tell you a story. When I was in seventh, you eighth, sound
1: like you had like six
4: five-hour energies. <laughs> when I was when I I've had two Irish coffee stouts by um, <laughs> by Parrish Brewery. It's a bourbon barrel-aged stout. Uh, it's a limited release, and I came all the way to this bar tonight just to have this before it runs out, and they're delicious. But anyway, when I was in seventh. 7th grade I broke my arm playing ice hockey. I used to play ice hockey. And I broke my arm and it broke the wrong way. So when we went to the hospital, they had to set it back in place. So they were literally going to have to snap my arm back. So they gave me morphine. And I still remember to this day, I was high as a fucking kite. I was 12 <laughs> years old and I was like talking gibberish. You know like those YouTube videos after the people get done uh, with at the dentist yeah. and they're saying like the most ridiculous shit. To like the hot nurses, they're like, "Oh, I want to touch your boobs." Oh, uh, like, like, totally embarrassing shit. I, I feel better now at, with the Saints at four and two than I felt that night when I was hopped up on morphine.
3: Andrew, when was the last time you felt this good about the Saints?
1: Um, did we lose you?
3: No, you're still here.
1: Uh, okay. Um, I would say the last time I felt this good about the Saints was the day they signed Jairus Bird. <laughs> <laughs> <So
4: That's> like, <laughs> let's, let, let's hope for a better ending, please. let yeah, a better
3: ending, but that is a great answer. And on that note, we will wrap it up for, for Kevin, for Dave, for Andrew. Uh, until next week, the
4: bar is closed.